You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Slamming Sammy Halbert. Hey, you know, we're going to go off book just a little bit here. Our nation surely will never be able to repay the uh, Navajo Code Talkers. And for those of you who follow any kind of uh, history of our wars that we fought, uh, the Second World War was, um, in many in many battles, was won because of the Navajo Code Talkers. So I'd like you to take a moment of time, if you would, to remember Alfred Newman. Uh, his entire life was lived in service. That Marine is one of the very last of the Navajo Code Talkers, and we lost him within the last 24. So uh, we appreciate his service and the unique way he served his country. And, man, he was proud to be an American through and through. And um, that's it. We also lost Carol Channing, a friend of mine, Broadway, uh, big Broadway star. She was uh, the best of the Dollies in the hit Broadway show Hello, Dolly. So a uh, little bit of sadness there, but none, nonetheless, it's uh, – it's part of what we do and part of who we are. It's called living life and experiencing the ups and the downs. So uh, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. I, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, going to break up may have piqued your interest just a little bit. Well, some of you may have noticed that privateer Tyler Bowers was not competing at round two of Monster Energy AMA Supercross in Glendale, Arizona. Why? because Bowers was in Germany contesting the final round of the ADAC Supercross Championship in Dortmund. Bowers won the first night on Friday and took second on Saturday. He also won the third night on Sunday to capture the King of Dortmund crown. Uh, Gregory Aranda won the Supercross 1 uh, class on Saturday. French riders Valentin Tillet and Cedric Chibignas uh, finished second and third overall in the weekend. Bowers also captured the ADAC Supercross title for the second straight year. So the reason I bring this up, because we are uh, proud to have in our friendship group the King of Mercy. Sure. Brayden. And we now also have the the King of, uh, of Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, how about that? You know, we dealt with this back... Talking about riders missing way back when, when uh, we started the Tylib team and we had uh, Teddy Mayer racing, he would miss a round and it was like the second or third round, I think, in Arena Cross when it started at the same time as as uh, Supercross did. Teddy would have to take off and for his obligations in Germany. He'd make more money doing this off this overseas race if he'd win yeah. than he would in ten domestic races and we, we've heard this from tyler right he's not the only motocross supercrosser doing this no 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 i mean obviously brayton makes piles of money well in the off season there's stacks well stacks of money yeah, yeah you're right he stacks them. he doesn't pile them yeah but um man it's awesome that these guys can make so here's the thing these are one-off races that the promoter is is uh um they're 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 paying out a lot more than Feld is. And I'm not trying to pick on Feld. 
Feld, if you look at the purse money, there's a ton of money that they're and paying out. nobody in the stands to speak of. Yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm looking at the uh, race picks. Oh, you're talking about over right in Dortmund. Yeah. 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 Really? That's not a sold-out show? Uh-uh. I'm no, surprised. Yeah. The promoter's got to be getting the money somewhere, right, Tony? Or they wouldn't... They wouldn't... Well, sponsors, but TV, TV yeah. I, I don't know. But TV. yeah, I mean, they're they're the, the thing is, is they're, they're investing in a guy like Tyler Bowers who's running around in, you know, mid-pack. You know, or or better, we've seen him win races. Flip we've seen flops, him, cut we've off se- shorts. <laughs> no, no, different guy. Different guy. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Um, you're probably my weirdest friend, Scott. I am. You are, I, and so I'm proud weird. of it. Let's go on uh, the results. Let's take a look at the results. Anaheim won Supercross results there in the 450 class. It was Barsha in the number one spot. Kenny Roxon number two. Eli Tomac 250 Supercross West results included Colt Nichols in the number one spot. Dylan Fernandez in the number two, and Shane McElrath in the third spot. Supercross Glendale. Well. You know, we, we did see a bit of a change up there. Let's talk about it if we can. Supercross Glendale had the 450 results as we speak. In the third spot, Ken Roxon drops down, picks up third. Jason Anderson moves up into the second spot. Blake Baggett picked up a number one in the 450. And 250 Supercross West results, Adam Cianciarillo in number one. Colt Nichols, number two. Shane McElrath in number three. Uh, Tony, did you did either of you? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Scott. Did either of you see uh, the post race interview with Cian Cerulli? I found it very interesting. Uh, he said, "I'm tired of being the guy with uh, I'm tired of being the guy with uh, potential. I want to be the guy with the results." Uh, and it, it looked like a new version of Cian Cerulli. We've we've often said how amazingly fast he can be on any given day. It's been uh, quite a while, so I, I found that interesting to watch. AC's career to me it reminds me of a Robbie Raynard because Robbie was without a doubt. I mean, he'd run Carmichael down and just whoop him on a 125. Nobody else did that. Nobody else did that to Ricky Carmichael. So when when Raynard was injured over and over and over, we never saw Robbie Raynard reach the potential that we knew Robbie Raynard could get. I mean, I back in his Team Green days, his Kawasaki, you know, early Kawasaki days. We thought, oh man, this is it. it just didn't happen. Um, AC has been injured without exception. Yeah, and since it's the he turned pro, parts, worst parts of his of his seasons. It yeah. seems like yes, like right when he looks like he's about to stretch and really put it on a field is right when he get, has managed to be unfortunately injured. So that being said. You say that it's a, a new AC. I, I think I see a more patient AC than than in years past. It seems, and maybe it's just in my head. But watching him, I've 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 seen him try to force the issue. This one, you know, it didn't come to him in, in round one. This one, he did get it. And um, you know, I I think I think he has the potential of being a champion. We certainly want him to be. No, there, I don't know anybody that doesn't like him. I mean, you. You say his interview is interesting. He's an interesting guy. He's he's intelligent. He's articulate. You know, they put him up in the booth when he's not racing, and he makes better conversation than the people that are doing it full time. I think, and uh, you know, he has a good perspective. I think he has a career. He could have a career in broadcasting. I mean, certainly one want to do a radio show like this. Scott. Everybody else is trying to do. Don't aim so high, you know. Not right out of the. <laughs> not right out of the gate. <laughs> but I think he could. I mean, uh, really, I think he could be a, a regular on NBC or Fox or Mav or 
whoever's carrying racing. I think it's, yeah. So back to AC, I think that he, he is a character. I think he has character and I love to see him win. I hope he does. Man, it's so weird that pro circuit doesn't, it's still odd to me that pro circuit doesn't dominate the 250 class because that was forever. That was the team. And, you know, we come out, we see Yamaha swinging out at first round, you know, this it's Mitch needs a win too. As badly as AC does, Mitch needs a title too. I got to believe they've been doing a long time, but it's, it's time. I want to see pro circuit back up on top. I don't want to see him there forever. Maybe no, no. no. But I just I got to see a little mixing up at the top. So what are we? Uh, you got any plans, Tony? Going to any of these races? I'm really trying to make at least one, if not two, Supercrosses happen uh, this season. It's been too long since I've been to one, and I'm realizing that. Yeah, Roman and I are going to this weekend. We're headed down to um, Texas. We're which we, means Roman is driving. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. He totaled my van the last time we I let him drive. Um, taking my vehicle for sure, but to who's going to drive is to be determined, but we're going to go down. There's a race at village Creek. There's, but there's weather. So our original plan was to go to three palms this weekend and ride. Looks like it's going to be cold and rainy. So maybe further North would be better. And then the following weekend, I'm going to be home and then I'm headed out to the San Diego supercross. So to answer your question, I'm going to head, I'm going to hit San Diego. And then right after that, the day after we're heading down to uh ensenada in baja we're gonna ride you know all about ensenada pj so, i do i do i love the place yep we're gonna say the same place las palmas and then we ride out of the hotel we ride over to mike sky ranch down to san Catine. we're gonna take two days to do that we're gonna do uh, spend a day out on the ocean fishing come back and hang out and party at don eddie's for another night and then uh ride back it's a long ride actually back to ensenada and then uh maybe a night or two in e-town and then we're going to head actually i'm going to hit a um area qualifier for loretta lens arizona cycle park on the way home is my plan and uh, hopefully qualify into the old man class again in the plus 40 so that's my plan and then going forward i, I won't hit minneapolis um i don't care for it i i might hit nashville actually if you want to nashville do that i would be down for that's the one i was looking at on the calendar is st louis still on i think it no. is. nope it's gone no. so I'll, i can pull up the schedule but yeah if anybody wants to meet us and hang out at any of these uh i would allow Which you means to buy buy me dinner yes yeah, so it's just exactly what i was going to say if anybody like to buy me dinner drinks that kind of, i don't really drink but um not well no not anymore not any less but uh <laughs> why what do you what do you got <laughs> this is usually my follow-up i hadn't planned on drinking why what do you got <laughs> but uh if anybody would like to hang out that'd be fun nashville's a cool town too that's gonna be off the hook never been in nashville that i know of and it's a great i mean you can uh, walk to everything everything is walking distance from that arena yeah everything is it broadway is that where yep, we hang out? right on broadway it's where i is i'm assuming are they doing it? I guess I don't know the venue. I assumed it was the indoors there. Yeah, it's the the Bridgestone, Mich- the Bridgestone Arena. Yeah, yep. that's where the Nashville Predators NHL team plays. That's where Taylor Swift, when she's in town doing what she does to make millions, uh, she would be playing at uh, the Bridgestone Arena. Big place. They got their own police station, unfortunately. Something to keep in mind before you go in uh, thinking you own the place. I they don't actually, party. I they, don't, they, own, they have their own police station in the <laughs> arena. I have seen the inside of Volusia County Jail have you now? in Daytona, but no, I don't party. It's, How'd uh, that work for you? Not too bad. 
Yeah. What time was the wake up call? Four or? Well, it I comes sat with in breakfast. The, I sat, you know, it's <laughs> your, a long story. Your fresh cold bologna sandwich. Here's your breakfast, bud. I didn't I was out of there before then. There it was yeah. <laughs> you had to buy your own. I did. Oh, that sucks. How about uh Clem is it Clemson is a guest at the White House and uh McDonald's uh, oh, provided I all saw the food. that. Yeah. I know we shouldn't talk politics on the show, but it's not what politics. the heck? It's McDonald's. He bought the Burger Kings. He didn't more buy than it. one. Who bought it? No, the, the the people donated it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't get it. The fast food thing at the White House. I don't get that. Well, most of the people are on furlough right now that do the the normal cooking. Come on, that's such a stupid. <laughs> that's so. The one thing I would tell you though. What? You want to look cool. You want to look like a hero. Here it is. Go to, when you go to your Super Bowl party, yeah. and everybody brings a, a potluck or whatever, sure, or a Supercross race, go buy the cheapest cheeseburgers at Burger King and buy- A lot of a them. A bag of them. 25 of them sure. is a ton of food, right? right? White Castle does the Crave case, saves you having to order that many. Bingo. White Castle does the Crave we case. Don't have, we don't have White Castle here, though. What does a Crave case consist of? Is it, is it 25? 25 or 30, I can never remember. And the, the magic of a White Castle slider is the hole in the middle of the meat. That way the patty gets done all the way. Really? Yeah, that's exactly it. I thought it was the onions that gave me horrible gas on the drive well, home. You know, there is a <laughs> there is a certain combination of events. Uh, that And if you put them in the freezer, you really get another look at them because the, everything coagulates and you you can use a chisel. Oh, Why would boys. you freeze them? Oh, because you They're were unable to put them away. You were unable to put them away. My, I had it a roommate good. in Chicago. We had a we had a White Castle right by our condo. <laughs> he would come home every night with a Crave case, and he'd put them in the freezer. And we would say exactly what you said: Why would you freeze those? Speaking of freezing, what's that bike in the back of your truck that's freezing right now? What well, is that it's, thing? It's, uh, it's a re, re-found its way into my life. A Honda C, 1975 CB200T that I bought. Gosh, if I'm guessing. 12, 15 years ago in eastern Illinois when I was living in Chicago. That's a 200 twin four-stroke? 200 twin four-stroke. Honda didn't make a lot of two-strokes in the 70s. They made dirt bikes, which you're aware of, the uh, CR, the original. Elsinore's. Elsinore's, yeah. But uh, they were primarily a four-stroke company, unlike Honda, or unlike Yamaha and Suzuki and Kawasaki, for that matter. They were really focused on four-strokes, so most of their street bikes were all... So they were the first to say they're not going to build two strokes ever again yep they it's were got the big they've square, always been a four-stroke company got the big square rectangular tank on i'm going to ask both of you guys a question something to think on something to chew on before we get a break and that is if money were not an object and all you were doing is buying something that you desperately wanted to ride what it would it be tony we'll start with you the sand track that i used to no, 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 i'm talking about equipment I'm he, talking about he wants motorcycle. a one two an answer of one two-wheeler Oh, a one motorcycle. Yeah, to to ride. Like Tom Cruise gets a brand new Ducati every year. Yeah, who cares about Tom Cruise and his stupid motorcycles? Church is saying. I have them. I have them. I have all the, the bikes. I, I have all the bikes I want. I got, Nothing out there. I would. I would take the new KTM twelve ninety Super Duke uh, in either R or GT form. Would be just fine. Can that I have would a give Norton? Me in a lot of trouble. Can I have a Norton nine hundred? You don't want that. The new Triumphs now, however, uh, the, night, the the new Triumphs are actually something you could get the keys to. Do you the, remember when we had Rambo on? 
Um, yeah, the guy that builds the Nortons, who redoes yeah, the Nortons, puts yeah. everything inside the the tubes. Says his real name. You think Rambo? Yeah, yeah, it is. First or last? You can eat off of his shop floor. But he's old enough that he wasn't named after the movie. No, no, this is his name. <laughs> well, he was he was ahead of it. I would have to think. Sure, but there's a lot of guys out there. I mean, Stallone is what ninety two, ninety three. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, the other day, he <laughs> he's up there. He showed up at Couture's gym in Vegas and. Uh, and he'll just have a, a great time just standing around talking. Maybe he gives a workout in or whatever. But he's become a regular Couture's gym in Las Vegas. And I think that's pretty cool. But is Couture a regular? He's that kind of gym? irregular sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on what he's hunting. But, uh, you know, it's neat because you realize how big a guy he really isn't. He's not a big guy? He's not a big guy. Really? So, you know, that's that's the that's the great lie or the fallacy, if you will. So it was easy to make him look small against the Russian in Rocky oh, yeah. Three. Yeah. Or was it two? I was at its autograph signing of the guy that played the bad, mad Russian, and he wasn't that big either. But when you put him up against Stallone, dude looks huge. It's all about how you shoot the the image. It's kind of like this show. It's it's a very um, <laughs> three, you get three guys with faces for radio, and you can shoot it any way you want. It's oh, just anyway. not a pretty picture. No. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll take quick time out back on the side of the break. You're listening to uh, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, uh, and they, by the way, we did have a guest scheduled for this section. That would be Ben Kelly. Uh, Ben Kelly is in a bad part of the country. Terrible cell phone reception. We'll get him rebooked for another uh, segment on another day. Stay tuned. Back after this, it's Pit Pass. This is Tomas Puerta from Medellin, Colombia, and you're on Pit Pass Radio. With a tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 Pro Fit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next Racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.